In each episode of the Rebel Educator podcast, you'll hear discussions with world-class educators, students, and thought leaders in education as I extract the tactics, tools, and routines that you can use as teachers and parents. I'm Tanya Sheckley, founder of Up Academy and host of Rebel Educator. I invite you to join me for these conversations as I discover how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine the future of education. Subscribe to Rebel Educator wherever you get your podcasts. On today's show, the guys talk about the ability of schools to dominate local media in the 21st century. They also discuss the upcoming Future of Education Technology Conference, FETSI 2018. That's up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. How you doing? I am David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Awesome. Welcome back to a brand new calendar year. Uh, here it is now 2018. Holy smokes. Pretty exciting stuff. That's We have a lot of exciting stuff coming up this year. I think it's going to be really cool. Big big news for EduTech guys as we big news. continue to uh, reach out and grow and, and help folks tell their story. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Hey, be sure to follow us on all things EduTech guys on Twitter. Uh, you can just go to twitter.com slash EduTech guys. Heck, just go out to Google, type in EduTech guys, and you're going to find us because we're everywhere. But you might want to check under your bed tonight before you go to sleep. <laughs> That's right. We can be there. Also, visit us at edutechguys.com, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S.com. Drop down to the bottom of the page. You'll find a nice form there. You can tell us how much you love us, and you'd like to shower us with money and love. So, yeah, check In that us out order. on the web. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know, we love making the show, and we love visiting with educators and hearing their stories at events all across the nation. Help us continue spreading the love by sponsoring either the show itself, a conference appearance, or both. You can visit edutechguys.com slash sponsors to find out how you can help keep the Edutech Guys train rolling and get your name or company into markets that you might not currently occupy hit the web people hit the web yep it's gonna be a great show today uh we were talking david and i've done a lot in the area of media as you can tell <laughs> so, <laughs> can, can you can you? Some, sometimes i'm not so sure so uh, yeah are you guys professionals <laughs> no we're actually just that's glorified right. amateurs that's right we 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 play uh, radio hosts online yeah. that's, that's what we do <laughs> No, uh, so yeah, today we were talking about, the, uh, and it came up, I guess, uh, here, uh, the local media here in Hope is, uh, we had a television station. Right, had. Had a television station, and um, it's kind of up in the air, mm -hmm. and uh, in helping them look into that, you know, we were kind of brought into it. Sure. And so we just started discussing the actual viability of cable television. Right. Right. Of television, you know, what can we do for television and, and where we're moving? And it's really kind of interesting, you know, four years ago, I would have said, yeah, man, television, who wouldn't want to be on TV? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I don't have cable television anymore myself. I, yeah. I, it's, a you know, Fire Stick and uh, Apple TV and sure. you know, Netflix and Hulu and that whole bit. And well, and look at, look at what happened at the Golden Globes. 
um, in terms of uh, in terms of who won. No, let's not talk about the other stuff having the gold right. globes. You know, good, bad, or ugly. That other stuff is is you know whatever. Yeah. But in terms of the content and the types of shows and the providers of those shows that won the awards. They were all the Hulus and Netflix and, uh, you know, yeah. the big three networks, Amazon. nowhere to be seen. I mean, it yeah. was, yeah, you know. But, you know, that's what's interesting, and, and you're right. And, and there's the thing that I think, and we got into this discussion about the fact that now you can just build your own app and put it out there for Roku or Amazon mm-hmm. or Apple TV or whoever the platform is that'll download the app. Right. And that's your channel. You know, it's like, oh, I want to go watch, you know, the Hope Arkansas channel. Well, I'm just going to open up the Hope Arkansas TV app. And they're streaming to me. Right. And right. that's a lot different than having the big towers and having cable and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's changed the whole market. But, you know, that brings into effect, we were talking about it, that schools, and, and what's happening here, and, and they're learning pretty quickly, is that converting a cable television, to convert, converting a television channel, a television studio, right, um, even to a modern cable, you know, to mm-hmm. get it to, it's very expensive. Sure. And your the value in it, the return on the market is very low. Right. Whereas you know, like a local cable company here, and and I hate it that it's that the cable TV is not here anymore, but its market was very low. It was mm-hmm. on this cable channel and a few cable channels c- close to here. Right. But that was it. It was L.A., Lower Arkansas, and and even then it was a small a small small market. Right. Right. So it's really big different when you can go to the web because you're probably still going to pick up all of the people that were going to watch it anyway. They'll pick it up on their Apple TV or whatever, their mm-hmm. media device. But then you're starting to pick up, you know, it's worldwide. Then right. you're you're reaching, you know, you're reaching all the former high school alumni and anyone that ever lived here and loved it but moved off for a job or whatever reason. Right. They're watching local content in Saskatchewan and Singapore yeah. and, you know, well, Kuala and, Lumpur. you know, and, and the real kick is that in terms of firing up a a, a media outlet, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm old school, so I keep wanting to call it a TV station. Um, but if that's really, you know, we're not talking about over the air television. We're talking about through the wire television. Uh, and, you know, it, the cost of starting up uh, a studio at a high school with the equipment that you would need to facilitate broadcasting really is is not a whole lot of money in the, in the scheme of things and the truth is most districts probably already have much of the equipment they would already need especially if you've already got and I know some districts you know some schools around the country they have they still have television stations. Well, if you take what you're doing in your school television station and you plug it in online, guess what? Now you're broadcasting everywhere to anyone. And so I, this is, and this is one of the things that Jeff and I were talking about. You know, I truly believe that if, if the high schools, if, if you can find Sponsors or educators, by sponsors I mean you know a parent or or a, a teacher sponsor or whatever, a facilitator, who will help, who will guide and oversee what the students are are going to do. Especially if you don't already have a broadcast studio at your district, but if you've already if you do already have a broadcast studio at your district, you're already ninety nine percent of the way there. You know you get that mentor that that person who's going to oversee things and make sure the students aren't going to do anything too stupid. Um, but then you have the students 
creating the content and conducting the interviews and and generating the um, again I hate to use the word content again but I mean you know creating all of the stuff that's going to occupy that broadcast stream. I mean, they can send it out anywhere they want to. Like Jeff mentioned, they could throw it out on a Roku app. They could broadcast it. You could even do live streaming to places like YouTube or if uh, if the district would like a, a way to possibly help raise some money for it, throw it up on a site like Twitch where people pay to watch it. And, you know, who's going to uh, some uh, who's going to pay to watch, you know, high school kids do a newscast or high school kids do the alumni, the community, believe me, there are people who would pay $3 a month or $5 a month to watch what the students are coming up with in terms of, you talk about local content, very local content, very right. specific content. I, what I like about the whole concept is, even even if, let, let's, let's forget the whole Twitch thing, okay? Let's just say we're going to throw it out there. And, and we're going to do live streaming through Facebook or YouTube or, or whatever. Livestream.com. Or, yeah, even, you know, whatever. Which has beautiful packages. But anyway, yeah. Right. So uh, so it, it's out there. It's and, and let's, okay, so, and let's say that scares the tar out of you. I can understand that. So you don't do live. You get it all recorded and packaged and then upload it to whatever hosting site you're going to upload it to. The, the thing is that they are reaching out directly to the local community. That, to me, speaks even more than a lot of so-called local news stations. You look at, look at Arkansas, okay? Uh, we, have, we have two, well, not two local stations, but we, we basically have In two local markets. Right. Uh, the local markets for where we live in, in L.A., in lower Arkansas, is the Little Rock Market, which actually is about 120 miles away from here, or the Shreveport Market, which is probably pretty close to that the other direction. 90. Yeah. 90 miles. Okay. Either way, Shreveport's an hour and 10 minutes and Little Rock's an hour and a half. Two hour. Yeah. So that's not really local. It's not local. You either. know, and as Jeff had mentioned at the top of the show, you know, there used to be a local broadcast television station here that broadcasts through cable. Uh, that's all defunct and, and now, you know, and gone. To me, I think that's a perfect opportunity for local school districts to pick up that ball and run. It's well, and there's the thing that gets really interesting about everything a local a school district picking up local media has to bring to the table, and what that brings to the table is not just the aspect of kids finding value in doing something, and the value to them is well, guess what? It's a video web world. That's right. where we live. I mean, we're we're working in a media web world, mm -hmm. and so getting these kids into that and learning it, it's going to only prepare them to leave if they leave, or continue to stay here and maybe open up their own, you know, entrepreneurial business, sure. doing media here, providing more media content because that's going to always be the deal is is content. Mm -hmm. You're never going to not have the need for projects and content. Right. The other side of that is is that it also brings your community very much closer to your school district and vice versa. Yeah. Because now they are finding themselves jumping in up to their necks 
in community aspect things, you know, things that are going on in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it's not just about the football games and everything going on with the school. It has to do with everything going on with the churches and the community organizations, parades, you name it. Right. You know, business meetings, city hall meetings. It's going to get down to where content is not going to be a problem when you get right down to the to the factor of it. So you're talking about helping a town rebuild itself through media and providing succinct you know, in time on purpose media yep. for the community and you're getting your kids in there and, and we could go on for days about what does that entail? Well, if you can think about what it entails to do a television station, you're talking about everything from the business end of it to the scheduling and writing end of it. You're talking about pretty much bringing in everything, computer science end of it, sure. the media end of it. You can use pretty much everything. You're going to need music. So which of those band kids want to start learning to write music for commercials and shows? You know, you need sportscasters. You need you need the whole kit caboodle. There is no reason that you couldn't bring in every division of, of a school system into it. And now you, you're controlling a really interesting part. There would be nothing more fun than taking one. There's several new live streaming things out there that can be immediately, you know, can live stream. And when you build your network, that means that every classroom has the ability to do the morning announcements, yeah. not just to your school district, but to your entire community. Sure. And you want to talk about opening the doors and letting your community in mm-hmm. and getting that support that you're looking for. Um, yeah, we could talk. I mean, geez, I could write a book on this, huh. but maybe we should write a book on this. <laughs> but you know, that's that's really true. I mean, we're, yeah. But we're but every community can do this. Yep. And the, to me, that's the, so. The first thing you can start talking about is, is that every community can do it, and you get those CS kids because coding in Arkansas is a big deal. Coding everywhere is a big deal. That's right. And that's the very first thing you write is you write that app. You write that app for Roku or Fire Stick or Apple TV or wherever you're going to put it, so that the people can download at, at that app. Watch any live content, any scheduled content, and any archived content right. directly from the app. That's and that means whether it's Hope, Arkansas, or Prescott, Arkansas, or Saskatchewan, or Dover, Maryland, or you know wherever, right? They can actually have their own media footprint out there and ready to to to, uh, to work. That's the sponsorship capabilities. The mm-hmm. the whole the whole aspect is amazing. Yeah, I mean when you get yeah. right down to it. Um, is does it cost? Yes, it's going to cost, but it's not going to cost any different than anything else costs. And right, that's the kicker. I mean, it's and it, but it has the ability. You know, it's like math books cost a lot, and math mm-hmm. software costs a lot, and calculators cost a lot, but they don't pay for themselves. And this could, yeah, it, or at least they it, don't pay for themselves as quickly as something right. like this. Could and, and I mean, monetarily wise, right, as, right. as far as education goes, yes. Yeah, 10 times over, but I'm talking about this is not this, this people could say, well, this has the ability to pay for itself. No, it, it, it can pay for itself. You just have to do it. Right. It's called, you know, what local business doesn't want to be on the local media produced by students that's getting watched by 20% or greater. It should be, could be up to 80% of the community watching right. local, you know, local content. So yeah. it's, it's a really big deal. Yeah. I think it's a really big deal. Well, and, and like I said, you know, even if you don't have a broadcast studio at your district, you most likely have equipment that will get you started. I mean, you know, you just need a device. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> you just need a device that's got a you know, camera, microphone, and a, a connection with a place to put it. That's I right. I mean, really, that's, that's the 
That's the bare minimum of what you need. Now, is it going to be you know the equivalent of of you know any current broadcast network or anything like that? No, of course it's not. But by the same token, it's what you have to work with. It's what you have to start with. You know, start somewhere, and then eventually you get that community involvement, and somebody goes, you know, I love what you guys are doing, but. What what would it take for maybe I don't know better cameras or better mics or hey what if you wanted to what if we wanted you to come cover the parade live while it's happening what do you guys need for that it's, oh well we need this this and this and we go okay well, let's let's do a fundraiser or let's sponsor that or I'll just buy that outright and donate it to the school right. or whatever I mean truly the possibilities are limitless and I think it's an amazing uh, we're in an amazing time and I think it would be an incredible opportunity for districts in really any district anywhere to start to think about doing this type of thing in their community. Yep, I agree 110%. Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter, edutechguys.com slash Twitter. Go to the website, edutechguys.com. You'll start to see a lot more information concerning this very aspect of what we're talking about. Um, If you'd like to have us come out and talk to you about it or talk to your kids or your teachers, just visit us at edutechguys.com slash sponsorship. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, listen, uh, we want to talk a little bit about um, what's coming up for us in the next two weeks. Right off the bat, we're just going to talk about the Future of Education Technology Conference. Yeah. Uh, David and I will be there the entire time. That is uh, January the 22nd through January the 26th, well, 23rd, 23rd. through the 6th. And uh, we'll be live uh, streaming from there. Uh, our, we have very few slots left, so if you're listening to this episode, uh, make sure you visit... Um, Fetsy2018.edutechguys.com and sign up. There's a few slots left. That's a great way to find us. Fetsy2018.edutechguys.com. And you can sign up on that. But um, is it going to be fun? Heck yeah. We've got a lot of guests. It's a very, it's a varied group of guests, a very diversified group of guests. We'll be talking about everything you can think of when it comes to education and technology. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to cover all kinds of aspects from uh, various um, online um, uh, education repositories to library media to robotics to coding to, I mean, looking over the list of folks that have already signed up, it's amazing to me the diversified backgrounds that these folks are going to bring, and they're going to share it with you, the listener. So um, that's one of my big pushes is... uh, if you're going to Fetsy, you can come find us. Uh, we don't exactly know where we're going to be yet. We're, we're told, though, that we will be uh, right inside the main front entrance at the top of the escalators before you go down to the exhibit hall. So hopefully that's where you'll be able to find us. But if you're not going to Fetsy, you can tune in to um, radio.edutechguys.com. Now, we also have a different site that I can't think it's of. A, it's Fetsy Live, there F-E-T-C-L-I-V-E dot edutechguys.com. Yeah. Either one, radio.edutechguys.com or fetsylive.edutechguys.com. You can listen to us live. Yeah, and 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 you can tune in and listen to the folks that are going to be coming and sharing their stories with us. Like Jess said, we have a lot of freaking people signed up. We're so excited. Uh, several of the folks, uh, we've you know, we've looked through the list, and they are people that we've talked to at previous um, at, at last year's Fetsy, there are some folks that we've actually had as guests on the show during uh, the year. So it's going to be so cool to um, meet new folks and get reacquainted with uh, old friends and, and, and hang out with a couple of mics you know, spread between us and just 
talk about education technology. And again, that's going to be at FETC in Orlando, uh, January 23rd through the 26th. Yep. And also, you can catch us, if you miss us there, here back in Arkansas at the 2018 East Conference in Hot Springs, Arkansas. That's on March the 13th. We'll be there for a few days at the conference center in um, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yeah, and then uh, we are going to be going uh, in July, late July, early August, uh, to Minneapolis to the Flipgrid Live 2018 event. That's going to be freaking cool. That's a good one. And actually, before that, right there at the end of the school year this year, in in uh, at the beginning of June, we'll be back up in Springdale. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll, uh, yeah. we'll 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 put more information out about that. And there's no telling what else we'll have to throw in there in between. So you can catch us at a lot of great places. Yeah. And if you've got an event that either you're attending or if you're listening and you are an event coordinator for a particular event and you would like us to come out and provide live online coverage, reach out to us, edutechguys.com or hit us up on Twitter at edutechguys. And it does not have to be education. I know we are the edutech guys and, and the majority of what we focus on is education, but we can literally sit down and talk with anyone about anything. Thing I, it can be, you know, if you happen to be heading up the 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 National John Deere Tractor Convention, <laughs> give us a holler. Give us a holler. We would love to come out and talk tractors. I have a tractor story. Hey, cool. Hey, it's been a great show. Just saying, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Cool. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site and this program for those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. This is Ross Romano from The Authority here on the Bee Podcast Network. It's the show where I interview people who know what they're talking about, and no matter your role, we have some recent episodes you won't want to miss. I spoke with Mark Miller, international best-selling author and VP of High Performance Leadership at Chick-fil-A, about his brand new book, Culture Rules. Kate Everly Walker, CEO of Presence and author of The Good Boss, joined the show. And we've had conversations with Baruti Caffelli, Peter DeWitt, Julie Evans, and many more. Join us each week for ideas to address your current pain points, new perspectives from authors you admire, and fresh takes from up-and-coming voices. Subscribe to The Authority Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.